You are now listening to the Moon Child. It's 11 o'clock, a nice Monday afternoon, April 19th. It's a really nice sunny day. The Kings came off of a win, finally. We ended the losing streak at 9. And it's time for us to start that winning streak again. Like I said, it's a roller coaster. It can start back up. We usually do good against the Mavericks, and we play them two more times in these last 16 games. So it's nice to see that they finally got their first win of April. But I am not talking about basketball today. I'm actually talking about the most popular sport in the world, and that's football, not American football. That's the real football, a.k.a. in American terms, soccer. And the sport is very close to being ruined. Um, potentially, potentially. There is this new proposed idea called the Super League. Now, to put things in perspective, to, I guess, compare this in basketball terms. So when it comes to soccer, you know, football, I'm going to call it football, um, just to, you know, be respectful. I feel like that's what the, what it's called. Of course, America has to find their own version of things or whatnot. But I'm going to call it football because that's what it's really called. And it's the most popular sport in the world now because it's a world sport you know there's different leagues it's not like an NBA or MLB where there's just like one league I actually like to compare it to college basketball where different leagues have different rules and certain teams have better prior you know better resources than others so the thing that you need to know is that there's five big leagues there's one in France there's one in Germany there's one in Spain, England, and Italy. Uh, to kind of compare that in basketball terms, if you think about college basketball, you think of the big five conferences. You got the Big 12, the Pac-12, the ACC, the Big 10, and um, you could say the Big East as well. So I would say, so now, you know, to break it down even more, so in England, you know, every team, we all know about the big teams like Barcelona, Real Madrid, Manchester United, there's Liverpool, there's Bayern Munich, um, there's PSG, Arsenal, Manchester City, teams like that. When you think, and then when I compare it to basketball terms, you think of Duke, Kentucky, Kansas, North Carolina, um, Michigan. Ohio State, that's kind of like what it's like. So, there's been this new proposed Super League. So imagine if North Carolina, Duke, Kansas, Kentucky, Michigan, Baylor, even Gonzaga, and maybe like four other big teams kind of like separate themselves from all of college basketball to create a new league. So that's kind of what's going on in football. 12 teams have came together to try to branch off from themselves to create this new Super League. And going away from what originally what we had is the Champions League. They still plan to compete in their countries domestically, but they want to create their own version of like a Champions League. And there's so many problems with it, and I'll say why. But let's talk about the teams that are actually in it. So we got the big six of England. So England is 
probably the most competitive league because they have, you know, every every league has their big clubs, but the England has the most big clubs. They have six. Spain has three, or I would say really two superior clubs. Italy has three superior clubs. I'm talking about when I mean superior teams with a lot of history and that are very popular. Now, I would say two in Spain with Barcelona and Real Madrid. Everybody knows those two. Atletico Madrid has risen to become on the same level as them. But as far as a history and traditional standpoint, they're not on the same level as Barcelona and Real Madrid. And then we go over to France. PSG is newly coming. They're very rich. But Lyon and Marseille what is like the biggest ones of France and then you would go to Germany Bayern Munich dominates but then you also have Dortmund as well as as a big club so every every and then the rest are like smaller clubs that's probably not as popular globally but it's very popular with within the country to put it in perspective so the teams that are in this new super league is Arsenal Chelsea Tottenham Liverpool Man City Manchester United, AC Milan, Inter Milan, Juventus, Barcelona, Real Madrid, and Atleti. Now, me, I am a fan of Real... I mean, not Real... Hell no, I'm not no fan of Real Madrid. I'm a fan of Atletico Madrid and Liverpool. And I am very upset with this proposal. Um, and I'm going to get into a real reason why. Um, but as far as... Let's talk about my favorite teams when it comes to football. I'm a Liverpool fan. That was my first like favorite team. I liked Raheem Sterling um, when he was young and he was with Liverpool. But unfortunately, he went to Man City and I stuck with Liverpool. And Liverpool came even more popular to me. And I became more of a fan with Mo Salah um, and Sadio Mane coming to the team. And they went on that Champions League run as well. I've been supporting the team since 2014. I started supporting football um, as a sport in general. I was a really big World Cup fan. 2010 World Cup is when I first started watching um, football. That's when I first started like really keeping up with it. And I started really keeping up with clubs in 2014. After the 2014 World Cup, I started keeping up with the clubs. But it all started with the World Cup. And the reason why, you just the passion that you see and the culture of the sport is something that grabbed my attention. It's something that I gravitated to towards. Something I gravitated towards more than I would gravitate towards hockey. Um, I would say football has became my third favorite sport to watch behind American football and basketball. I would prefer I prefer the um, football life over baseball a little bit. They're kind of in the same tier for me. Um, I love baseball and football, you know, soccer, I guess. we. I'm going to keep calling it football. And I'm going to call the other football American football for today's episode. But football and baseball, I feel like it's such a beautiful game within itself because it's such an unpredictable game. You know, it's a sport where anything can happen. Anybody can win on any given day. It's one of those sports where if you have spent a billion, you have all the best players in the world, that does not necessarily guarantee you wins because the, the sport itself, anything can happen. And that's what makes the sport so beautiful. So these 12 teams that created the Super League, they're the most powerful clubs in the world. They have the most money, they have the more, most resources, and they generate the most 
money. But they also, you know, some of these teams like Real Madrid, Barcelona, Manchester United, Liverpool, they have rich traditions that's been lasting over 100 years that, you know, that kind of built themselves up. But this started, it didn't just start with just rich people founded. Like, it started from the poor that, that, that built it up. It started with the community, the city, the people around it that built themselves up to this point. But it, it all started with the, the love of the game. And they're going to be breaking away from the Champions League. So now let me break down the Champions League real quick. So the Champions League um, is a competition where we're able to see the best teams from France go against the best teams from Germany. Best teams from Spain go against the best teams from England. Vice versa. So to qualify into the Champions League, you must be into the top four of your own league. So... To explain what league football is, so, you know, there's the English league, there's the France league, every country has their own league, about 18 to 20 teams, and you play every team twice, so you're playing around 34 to 36 or even 38 games. A win is three points, a draw is one point, a loss is zero points. The team with the most amount of points wins the league. Uh, um, so, by match day 34, a team could have already won the league. Because the second place team is um, not enough points, doesn't you know they already lost their chance to win the league. A team can be eight points ahead and already have won the league by like week thirty-five or something like that. But basically, um, so that's how the league works. To qualify into the Champions League, you must be top four. Um, well, it's different for different leagues. Like in the French league, you have to be top three to qualify. Top top four. In the, the league in the Netherlands, you have to be top two to qualify in the Champions League. But in the big leagues, the top five leagues, you have to be in the top four to call it qualify for Champions League. And anybody could qualify for Champions League. Sometimes these big teams don't even qualify for the Champions League. That's what makes the, that's what makes the sport great. Small teams um, with very little money has a chance to have a great season in the domestic league to try to compete in the Champions League and win the biggest trophy possible. The Champions League is probably the greatest accomplishment because you're proving that you're the best team in Europe, in all of Europe. And that's what makes the sport beautiful. You see in teams from like Ukraine or the Netherlands or Portugal or Norway making upsets against teams like Man City or Man United or Juventus or whatnot. So what this Super League is, because of money, um, because of money issues, these big teams, because they, you know, technically they're, they're bringing in most of the money. A lot of the money they bring in is because of the popularity of their club um, and all the resources that they have, all the fans that they bring in, all the money that they bring in. They feel like they, sh they can break away for their own league and just play against each other and start seeing all the financial gain for themselves. When you win the Champions League, you know, any because any team can win the Champions League, you get, you know, you obviously get you get money for winning it. You probably get like 130 million if you're if your club wins the whole Champions League or if you make it to the top 4, you get like 100 million. And these big clubs feel like that these little clubs are winning are taking too much money from 
that the big clubs are providing for them, which is just it's unfair because they already have way more money than these little clubs, and it's it's competition. Why would you want to break that or whatever? So they wanted to create this own league that they'll be able to qualify annually. So we'll be able to see Man United versus Real Madrid every year, something like that. And they'll be able to qualify annually, and there'll be no regulation. And they'll be breaking away from the Champions League. Now, this is a big issue. A lot of fans, especially in England, they are very unhappy with this issue because this kind of breaks all the rules of what football is really about. Um, it's a disgrace. It's anti-fan because none of the fans wants it. It's anti-player because they don't. I don't. I'm pretty sure that these owners that made this decision didn't go over with the players. These players, you know, when they were five years old, grew up, you know, wanting to compete in the Champions League, earning it, you know, playing against all the clubs in in Europe, and proving that they're the best team in Europe. It's anti-city, the city that, you know, founded these clubs, that the communities that built upon these clubs. And it's anti against the sport. It's anti-competition. These teams don't get regulated. Arsenal, for example, because of their brand, they're in this Super League because of the money and financial gain that they already have. But right now, in their own league, in the Premier League, they're not even in the top 10. Also, they haven't been in the Champions League for like the past two or three years. They haven't even qualified for the Champions League. So they just automatically get to be in this new Super League because of their name and their history. They got to do what they got to compete for what's today. And that's that's like the main issue. Um, Atletico Madrid, my favorite um, team in the Spanish League. They never even won a Champions League and they automatically get to be in this Super League. No, I don't, I, don't, I don't think that's right. To put it in another perspective, just imagine if all the big market teams in the NBA, the Lakers, Clippers, Nets, Knicks, Bulls, Heat, Rockets, all those big market teams just said, fuck the Kings, fuck the Jazz, fuck the Bucks. We just want all the best players to come to our teams and we're going to create our own little league. That's stupid. It just loses the competition of everything. And what, what this messes up, is it messes up the legacy of these clubs. It messes up the reputation, the dreams of the players, the passion from the community, the fans, um, and, the, and the history. It just messes up the history of what competition really is. Yeah, cool. Juventus get to play against Barcelona every year, but nobody's getting regulated. We're just watching them play every year. There's no fun in that. Nobody goes up. Nobody goes down. The thing about um, in domestic competitions, so you go to the, if you know, if you make the top four, you get to play in this Champions League, you get to play against the other best teams from in Europe in their respective leagues in the Champions League competition. But also, the thing is, if you get bottom four or bottom three in your league, you get relegated into the second division. And the teams from the second division that was in the top four they get to go up to the, the top division, like the Premier League. Every country has like five or five to nine professional leagues where you can you can be from the fifth league, and then if you keep getting top four, you can end up in the, the biggest league one day. You can really, this soccer is a sport, I mean football, 
is a sport where you can really start from the bottom, from the very, very bottom, and build yourself up. And those teams with fans and communities have dreams of hopefully be able to compete in the Champions League one day, knowing damn well they don't they don't have the financial advantages to obviously probably keep their best players that they breed from the youth academy, but that's the point of the game. People have that the dreams, you know, the passion, because at the end of the day, it's still possible. It's still possible for a team from the third division to possibly go to the first division and win the Champions League one day. It's possible. And now that's being taken away because the big teams want to just branch themselves off and play and create their own little league. It sucks. And another issue with it is that fans probably can barely afford to go to one game. Um, fans can barely afford to see Manchester United versus Fulham. To compare that to basketball terms, that's like seeing the, the Lakers versus the Kings. Just one little game like that. It, it takes away the rights for football as a sport. It's selfish by the teams up top. And they, it's, it, they're entitled. They sound entitled, and I'm really disappointed in the in a club like Liverpool that claims that they never walk alone. You know, the club is for its fan, and they sell out um, for a proposal like this because there's nothing good that comes from this proposal other than money. There's nothing. There's no good from that comes from this because obviously these clubs are getting into it with UEFA. UEFA is the one that runs Champions League now. Obviously, it's two evils, but UEFA in this situation is the lesser of two evils because this this can mess up everything. With with what they're trying to do, it comes with consequences. These clubs, it come their UEFA is threatening to whatever um, players choose to participate in the Super League, they're banned from the World Cup. These twelve teams have some of the best players in the world. Barcelona has Messi. If Messi plays in the Super League, which I don't think he will, if it comes to the cost of him missing the World Cup, we, you know, no Messi in the World Cup, no Ronaldo in the World Cup, no, um, who else? No Raheem Sterling in the World Cup, no Mo Salah in the World Cup, no Romelu Lukaku, no Kevin De Bruyne, all these players that, you know, because the best players play for the biggest clubs, and that's totally fine. I have no problem with these big clubs having a lot of money and getting all these players because at the end of the day in the sport of football that doesn't buy you championships i have no problem with money in football but where you're taking away competition that's uncalled for that's it's it's, it's so it's uncalled for and there's going to be consequences that come with this it messes up the league um the domestic league because uefa is not going to let this just just happen so now since there's no champions league what does that mean for the domestic competitions? Now it doesn't even matter for teams to get top four anymore. Doesn't matter for those, you know, those 12 teams that's in the Super League. Doesn't matter where if they get top four, where they win the league or not, because it does not. It's not going to mean anything. And these um, smaller clubs benefit off the big clubs. They need those big clubs so they can survive as a league and as a club, as a sport. Those smaller clubs dream of going against those big clubs and showing out those young prospects able to put on a big performance against a big club and hopefully get go to a big club one day. 
it's just it's, it's, it sucks it's selfish and it it's really a big poker game that's going on right now and the pyramid of football is, is basically the elites versus the the poor um, these clubs feel like they're on a higher pedestal than everybody else and the only reason they're doing this is for the money like i said because the consequences that's going to come i don't even think this might be proposed completely but the consequences that's going to come with this is not going to be good for the game it's not going to be good for the players to have to make a decision whether you know they have to sacrifice their contract or they have to sacrifice not representing their country in the world cup pretty sure all these players as a kid dream playing in the world cup and now it's getting to the point where UEFA is going to threaten them playing for the World Cup because they're, their clubs, the owners of these clubs, want to create a new Super League for money reasons. And my main issue is the competition standpoint. So for an example, these teams want to create their own Super League for the money. And they want to give themselves... You know, my issue with it is that they're giving themselves automatic, you know entry into this tournament when they can't even fairly compete for the champions leagues themselves arsenal is not top 10 in the premier league right now they haven't competed in the champions league atletico madrid has not won a champions league juventus has lost to porto ix and Lyon these past three years in the champions league Man City has never even won a Champions League. Manchester United is not even in the Champions League right now. So is Inter and so is AC Milan. So it makes no sense that they're just automatically in these competitions just because of their name and their history. It's a, dis it's, it's a disgrace to the history because the teams in the past competed and proved that they can be in the Champions League every single year because you still have to earn that. You still have to earn it. And it's disrespectful to the sport. It's disrespectful to competition in general. The My thing is the beauty of football is that it's it's unpredictable. Anybody can win on any given, whatever your squad looks like, how many great players you have. If you slip up, you know, if you slip up, then you, you, you have a chance of losing on any given match day. And for them to just create the Super League, yeah, It'll be cool to see Man City and Inter, but you can still see that if they, you know, compete in the Champions League. You still have to earn that. I feel like these teams still have to earn the right to be in these competitions and play against each other. Not just, they can't just play each other because of their names and their brands. There's no fun in that. They do that in preseason. They come to America or they'll go to somewhere in Asia and they'll have these little tournaments where the big clubs play, you know, these friendlies. But you can still win a cup. That's basically what it is. We're watching these same teams play every year just because of their names. Um, another, you know, another problem with it is that there's other teams that exist that are fully capable of being in the Champions League in these European competitions. Like there's teams like Leicester City. Leicester City is a story where they, out of nowhere, they won the whole English league. They're not a big six team. They're not a super rich team. They won the whole league and they qualified for the Champions League. That's what makes football great. That's what makes football great. There's other teams capable of competing in the Champions League. And these teams, because of their power, they just feel entitled that they deserve to be in this 
they just want to make their own competition and get more money because trust me this won't be cheap to be able to watch these games it already costs money to watch champions league or stream um league games and all that if they have a opportunity to put on a league with these high profile teams it's going to cost a fortune but at the end of the day i don't think these the, any of the fans of these clubs nobody's really messing with it i don't see how this can be successful i hope it doesn't get proposed officially i think it's a terrible idea i think it's terrible for the sport as a disgrace we got to think about the right to play the game it was a right to be in the champions league and if you don't know how the champions league works like i said it's the every team every country has a league there's the netherlands league there's a t that league in the netherlands there's a league in portugal there's a league in france germany spain italy um england norway denmark ukraine they're in this big competition it's about like 32 teams you're in this table um each there's there's four teams in each table it goes a b c d e f e f or e f g i think g I think so a b c d e f g h yeah h so there's eight groups of four right so there's eight groups of four um and they're split up the top you the the teams play each other twice so in each group there's four teams those four teams all play against each other twice and like and the same rules apply like it does in domestic league basically if you win you get three points if you tie you get one point and if you lose you get zero points so you're going to play every team twice so that's going to be four games no wait 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 let me do my math right yeah it's you play one two three four five six you play six games um, to qualify into the knockout round the top two teams um, that win the group go into the knockout round and it'll be like a, a sweet 16 and if you come in third place you get regulated to the Europa League which is like another Champions League for teams that made five through eighth place in their respective leagues and if you get fourth place you're just out of the tournament in general and then when you get to the round of 16 so the top two teams of each group um, get put in this tournament, you know, get put into the knockout stage, and you play two leg mac matches. So you play a home and away game, and it goes by aggregate. Um, that that way it won't be just like one game elimination. So say if say if Atletico Madrid and Liverpool gets paired up in the round of sixteen, so Atletico will be the home team first, and then. Liverpool will be the home team second. Say if Atletico beats Liverpool the first game 1-0 at home. You know, so they're going to the next game up 1-0. And then say the next game at Liverpool, the game ends up being 1-1. The Atletico Madrid will end up winning 2-1 based on both games because it's like a total score and they'll move on to the next round. So you're playing these two leg games into the final eight and the final four. They're all two leg games. And then until the Champions League final, that's just one game. Whoever wins, wins it all. And I think that's just the beautiful part of the sport. I think that's just the beautiful part of the competition. 
and the best wins. So that's how the, the competition works, and they're trying to take that away. And the teams that, that are in it, like my issues, like with Arsenal, Milan, Inter, Juventus, like these teams haven't been winning the competition, and because of money reasons, and they think they're, you know, entitled to put themselves in the competi- this own competition, it, it, it bothers me because they can't even win the Champions League on a regular basis. I think the only team that has like a say in this really is Real Madrid because they won the competition three times in a row. So, and like in Tottenham, they don't have a single trophy since 1978. Tottenham is in this Super League proposed idea. So it, it's tough. It, it, it's really tough. It's no respect to the to the football pyramid because obviously there's teams with advantages and disadvantages but there's competition at the end of the day and they're totally taking that away and this is all about money about nothing else but money and it's embarrassing it's sad to see i feel bad for the people that live and eat the sport and it sucks it, it really 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 sucks there's legacy reputation dreams community passion history that's being put on the line right here all because of money reasons and money issues and before you know obviously those teams every every team has been affected by covid i don't understand how much more millions that these super league teams want but the teams under them are nowhere near financially in the same position that they are in and they're greedy for more I think there's more American owners now that's going on in these football clubs, and it explains a lot. They don't care about the passion. They don't care about the history, the legacy of these clubs. It's a disgrace. It's sad to see. I hope things will get resolved. Even though UEFA as an organization is no better, it doesn't make anything right. So... That's where I have to, I just have to go on a little rant from it. I don't even know who my favorite team is anymore because I was a supporter of Liverpool and Atleti. But the way they went about this, like, it, it's it's selling out. It, it really is. It it, it sucks. And I, and I like a Cinderella story. I really do like Cinderella stories um, where a team, you know, with little advantages end up going far in a tournament. I can't imagine the NCAA basketball tournament without, you know, without without everything that happened this year. Imagine the NCAA basketball tournament excluding the Atlantic 10 Conference, all those extra little conferences that fight for a chance to be in a tournament to showcase themselves. That's basically what these teams are doing to against for Champions League. So hopefully that it doesn't get proposed, but this is a it's a disgrace. Um, it's it's a disgrace for the sport, and it's just a disgrace. That's my rant for today. Um, that, that's what I have to go on a rant today. Football is not on a good track right now. Money is taking over everything, and no matter how good the idea sounds of like be able to see those teams play against each other, you know how much that shit's gonna cost. Fans not gonna be able to afford that, and also have to travel. To see that, I'm not with it. It messes up the whole domestic, just the league itself. The Premier League, La Liga, all that. It changes everything. Just for them to create their own little league. 
I'm I'm with like the Champions League, you know, being modified, you know, obviously for more fair, but to just break themselves off from all of Europe, these 12 teams break themselves off and put themselves on a higher pedestal from every other team in Europe and around the world, it doesn't sit right with me. It doesn't. So hopefully this doesn't go through. That's my rant for today. And, you know, look look into it. Trust me, it's going to affect a lot of people, you know. So hope you all have a wonderful day. And I am out of here. Peace.